Still ringing in our ears. Here's a bunch of boys still trying to remember who Hearts actually played over in Florentina. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Simon and Paddy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Um, Hammy's not here. He got left behind in Florence. <laughs> so, his phone died and he couldn't find the accommodation. We never seen him again. Um, no, he's uh, he's lost his voice. I'm I'm very close, as you as you might hear. Um, and Cameron is also still in Florence. Uh, no, he, he's just running late. He says he'll be here, but we'll see. Um, aye, he's uh, he's been up too much. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> everyone seems to be coming back with a bit of a flu, but I'm feeling good. So lucky me. Uh, I think it's just like throat damage from singing. <laughs> I'm also covered in uh, mosquito bites, and I think quite a lot of other people are. Well, they do get think... bites as well. Aye, I didn't think there'd be mosquitoes this time of year, but it shows how much I know. Aye, I've got 16 bites I got. Aye, <laughs> so you're like, Cameron's the same. I got a bit to fuck when I was on holiday in Rome. Um, earlier in the year as well. Ah, you just never think it's going to be an issue at this time of year. Like I always thought they were just came out of like hot, wet weather, but I suppose it was twenty five degrees. No, it was it was hot, lovely afternoon on the Thursday. Um, but I, Simon, you and I were there, Paddy. You were watching on from home. Um, yeah. Cameron and hearts. Hammy. Fuck the hearts, did you say? <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we'll come on to that. Fuck the Hearts team, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or the manager. Um, but yeah, 24 hours of travelling, um, four cities in three days. Yeah. I think um, if we include York, where we sat in for ages, but just oh, in the train station, five cities in one day. Yeah, that's very true. And five trains each way. Oh, that like we are such dads because all I want to complain about is how bad the trains in this country are. Nationalize the fucking rail. <laughs> <laughs> Too right. No, you you say that a lot on those trains. <laughs> so it just doesn't help because the trains in Italy were absolutely quality. Aye, they were class. It was a great experience. They were so comfortable, on time, clean. One of them was a recliner and just like standard. Yeah. Aye, unbelievable. And like every train we had booked got cancelled in the UK. <laughs> Each way. Oh, I'm so lucky. I never like if I was travelling myself, I would have I wouldn't have even made it to Manchester Airport. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky to have good, good people, good trained people on the podcast. Um, bye. We From we... a long line of trained men. <laughs> and I was absolutely trained daft. He had us rebooked with reserved seats within minutes of trains getting cancelled. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, 
Aye, aye. What, what an experience. Well, I felt like I've, I've just been on trains for a few days, <laughs> really, with Florence in between. Aye, really, we did probably spend most of our time travelling, but that one day, that Thursday in Florence was unbelievable. We were mm. going to do a wee walking tour um, before and find then find the square, just because we'd never been. Um, well, one I said, and they were going to give us a wee show. But the first place we ended up stumbling upon was that square. And <laughs> my God, we were nearly leaving as soon as we found that. No, never left the square again. <laughs> Until going back to the accommodation in the middle of the night. Aye. Aye the square was, was insane. I've never never seen anything like it. We, just, we were gobsmacked. No one could even speak when we got there. Eh? Aye. And it's the biggest advocate for us having a drum. I hope you had two drummers on the go. Aye. A wee mini drum. <laughs> mini drums of the future. Uh Cameron's joined us. Let, let's hear your voice box. How are you doing? Oh, I feel good. Um, nice, solid weekend of no hearts. I did not watch the game yesterday. So, um, yeah, back, <laughs> back in gear. Oh, you missed so much. Um, I, I, I know I didn't, so. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you've been you up to much before the weekend yourself? <laughs> no, no, quite a quiet week last week. <laughs> But I think it was just we were just saying, just went on the trains for a few days. Oh, I've never travelled so much in my life, and I don't know if I ever will again with it having more time in a place. I thought our route was pretty straightforward as well. Oh, yeah. Coming home was Aye. the longest day. Aye, mm-hmm. I um, I can't, I can't imagine that we we drank all the way home. <laughs> so that it was fine. Like, but I can't imagine like there was people sitting about feeling shit. Um, there would have been worse. We we even went to the diggers afterwards, Cameron. It's just it's that thing of like somebody had said on the train back that like you could have got back from pretty much anywhere else in the world quicker. It took right. us over twelve hours to get back to Italy, and that's not even bad compared to some people took days. Yeah, some flights got delayed like. Four or five hours, and I am pretty sure there was like a train stopped in the middle of the Trans Pennines, and the, there was no trains for like three hours. Murder, really murder. Um, aye, that was worth it. Once we got to Florence, we chucked our bags in. Simon was just saying there, Cameron, we started a walk into our five minutes later, we got to the square, never left the square again. <laughs> That's very true. I've realised that I might like to go back to Florence at some point for a very different holiday. But um, <laughs> what I did see of it was nice. Um, I've never seen anything hearts related like that at the square on Thursday afternoon. It was unbelievable. That was quite something. How many hearts fans do you think were actually in Florence? Four thousand at the game. No, it was. Was it more than four? I thought it was only like two and a half at the game. I thought it was 4,000 in total in Florence. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm asking you. No, I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I could tell you, but it felt like fucking loads. Is this like a, a human version of that game that people play at Tumbola's where you've got to guess how many sweeties are in the jar? <laughs> I've, no, I've no idea how many people were in that square. <laughs> 
It's like that, but I also don't know the answer. <laughs> it felt like a lot, anyway. Um, aye, because we, none of us were at the game. Some of our mates went. Um, not we didn't. We are always pub over a game, <laughs> basically. Uh, and we went to the Red Garter, and that was just absolute pandemonium as well. That was good. Um, I think I spoke to every single person in Florence. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people asking a lot of questions about like, like what is going on. Who like weren't Hearts fans? Yeah, oh, aye. American tourists were so confused. <laughs> so confused. Yeah. Why are you in Italy? You are Scottish. Why? Why are you? <laughs> Um, no one really attended us either. That was funny. <laughs> right. An American at fought like MD, like on the front of my top, was the football team. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Sit down and listen. Uh, no, but I mean, I, I think I spoke to every Hearts fan at some point on, on Thursday. Um, right. Loads of interesting debates and things about the squad and Nielsen and stuff. Um, <laughs> is it absolutely pushed, but so was everyone. So no fear, no fear at all, which is nice. Um, right, chaos. <clears throat> um, can't, can't be arsed talking about the game. <laughs> I, I, a few, a few quick mentions. I think Humphreys was excellent, um, and Craig Gordon's finished. No, I'm only joking. Um, I do think it might not be as good as he was last year already. Like it might be apparent, but was last year just such a high level that it's hard to emulate that? That could be. It was in like the form of his life last year. He was. Also incredibly good, but three weeks ago in international duty. Right. <laughs> is it just a hearts thing then? Yeah, I think it is a hearts thing. Aye. I'm just so surprised we never gave him a break last week in that Kelly game. I, I don't know. It, it seems like maybe he does. It really doesn't feel like he needs it, but I just thought we'd work in Clark at points, especially games like that. Yeah. Right. 100%. Even that the Aberdeen game after. For one of the two on either side of you, it's weird. Um, when when you see how many Hearts fans made that trip in, in the current climate, especially like the, it, it made you realise like how big Hearts are. Like out, outside of Celtic Rangers, there's not a club close to Hearts that would have took that many people for a game that didn't really mean anything. I know we can mathematically still get out of the group. It's not going to happen. We're not going to go to Istanbul and win, which is incredible. And it does just make you think, we do deserve better, don't we? <laughs> it was it was the perfect storm, wasn't it? I think a lot of people um, wanted to go to a place like Florence. The weather was fucking amazing. This was all kind of booked before hearts were fucking shite. <laughs> um, it was just, it felt like a sort of celebration of the team from last season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it felt like this was the reward for the team doing so well. We get to go on this trip, and yeah. I'd love, I'd love to repeat 
these sort of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very way, good way of putting it. It basically was the third place celebrations. Aye. On Thursday, yeah. Um, do I guess a lot of the, the conversations around where, where the squad's at, where we're at with Nielsen and, and all of that will come on to after the Aberdeen game chat. Um, but just to talk about the, the Fiorentina game in a, in a wee bit more detail, um, injuries, Nathaniel Atkinson, he's did. <laughs> Another one. Wouldn't it be a um, game without us losing a defender? Yeah, it's um, it's so Fred, Fred Bear now, it's unbelievable. But I've still got a complaint about the way he's setting that up. Why do we proceed to play Kingsley and Cochrane at centre-back when we've got players like Nielsen, Haddon, probably Sibic as well, who with just a run of games in there probably would be better. They don't look comfortable in there. It's so apparent. Balls in the box, we just can't deal with them at all. Cochrane keeps running out of position. He's not a centre-back, so I don't blame him. Yeah, you're right. I think um, that yeah, there's lots of people saying Haring's gonna have to play at centre back against Celtic now. No, it'll be Kingsley and Cochrane. Hallery also injured. One of them has to go out left. Oh, You're yeah, bringing the other centre. Ah, you give me one second. I just want to read something out to you. That was funny. From the Italian papers about Cochrane. Um, on the back pages of La Gazzetta, they described uh, Alex Cochrane as a disaster <laughs> after the game. Oh, that's not good. But he's playing out of position. Right. Out of position. He got bullied big time. Um, that, that was a bad one over there. Like four nil at half time. We were shouting in the in the red guard to just turn it off. That but that's not all the papers over there said. They were also saying that this hearts team wouldn't get into Serie B. They would struggle in that, which is probably hard to argue with at the moment with the way we're playing. We've got no form. evidence against that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, current form we'd struggle to get into the fucking Scottish Championship <laughs> for League One. We're so dirty. <laughs> Best fucking best fucking night of my life. <laughs> and this is what we're talking about. These are absolutely miserable. Absolutely <laughs> miserable. <laughs> that was the thing on the day. It was like no I never expected to go there and actually get anything from the game. Gosh. But when you're four 0 down at half time, it's it's still shocking. It's yeah. the manner in which it happened as well. And injuries play a part. But we do have to realise that the amount of players that we have out. But it just seems like a basic sort of effort and sort of concentration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that's the, the, the whole... It's like a different a different squad, all the attitude. Like, we'll, we'll come on to... What, what could change? Come on, basically, is it time for Nielsen to go? <laughs> Which is just such cannon. a waste of time. We'll come on to it. We'll come on to it. Um, aye, second half, like you were saying, Simon Humphreys was the, the standout player. 
for us. Um, he's pretty much the only only good thing that's come out of that game, really, isn't it? Seems like he's trying. Yeah, he runs his tiny little socks off. I think Cameron, you were picking grudges with players with wee socks before. Have you seen Humphrey socks? <laughs> I think um, I was picking those because the player in mind, the two players were Jack Grealish and Jason Cummins. So that's probably more to do with them than it is anything else. <laughs> Fair enough. So you'll cut, cut uh, Humphrey some slack. Um, he plays for hearts, absolutely. <laughs> um, then I, otherwise, everyone was shite. <laughs> <laughs> but we did, we did win. We did win one-one in the second half. Exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was worth it. Um, yeah, I absolutely don't think that a result over there, you would ever expect a manager to go off the back of that result. Um, and but Andrew McKinley released a statement, which which was kind of confusing. A very strange time for it to go out there. Pretty much talking about where the club's at. Um, didn't seem right to be posting that after Fiorentina. It was the type of thing that you would put out with a manager under pressure after the Aberdeen game, perhaps. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I'd have to do with pressure or management. I think. Basically, what that was was a thanks to the fans, and uh, stick with us because we're working on it. An awareness, like it's exactly what we've been asking for, is an awareness from the club. Hmm. Yeah, I felt like I felt like it should have went just one way or another. It should have just been all about thanking the fans, and not mention to the performances on the park. You know what I mean, it just didn't seem like an appropriate time to. It became difficult. To, to thank and not mention when you've just been beat 5-1 it's, it's a glaring hole in, in whatever you'd put out if you didn't I, I don't know if folk were really that bothered everyone was fucking no, steaming no I, I, I don't disagree that's what I'm saying um, yeah that's that was a strange one um, Aberdeen game then Silent <laughs> Do you want to tell us a, a wee bit about how we lined up and stuff, maybe? Um, Four left-backs at the back. <laughs> hmm. Honestly, the hearts are so boring to watch right now. So fucking boring. Um, Craig Gordon, Alex Cochran, Toby Civic, Kingsley and Halliday were our back four. Um, Alan Forrest, Snodgrass, Keogh, Barry Mackay were our sort of midfield, and then Shanklin and Humphreys were up top. Uh, Very boring first half. I thought we were probably slightly better. Did anyone else watch it? (laughs) I saw the highlights. (laughs) I saw bits and bobs through the game. had a very, very busy weekend. I think um, I think it was like ten minutes in. Andy Halliday got injured and had to come off, so we had to sort of reshuffle about. Brought on Lewis Nielsen, who ultimately ended up being at fault for one of the goals. But can you blame him? I thought it was a bit of a bitty first half, kind of just a usual shitey Hearts performance. <laughs> 
Yep. Nothing much more to add to that. We were shit again, and we lost. For for Robert Snodgrass played well. What? Yeah, I don't think he's playing well. I just don't think he's playing as bad as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been brought down yet. Aye, what did he do? Like he was just trying trying to attack. He was trying to play balls over the top, and he, he was basically looking ahead all the time, which I appreciate because we really aren't seeing much of that at all at the moment. It's so annoying. We have like a like we get like a free kick on the halfway line, and we have a chance to take it quickly. And like move forward before Aberdeen got set. You know we do. We we stand with our hand on the ball for five or six seconds, then pass it back to Craig Gordon. Hmm. What is the fucking point? Why are we always resetting back to the centre backs or to Craig Gordon? Put the ball forward. Go forward. It's just so boring. Yeah. There's there's a serious issue in the squad now. What's what's the start now? We've won fucking. One game in 66, what was it? Five and 21, I think we've won. Five and 21. Like it, it, you struggle to see a team with a worse record. It would be interesting to see what Robbie Nielsen's stats, because I know he's obviously like the most winningest manager and all that shit, but it would be interesting to see what just his Premier League stats are. Hmm, I'm sure someone did look at that before. And it was quite still good. better than most. Aye. Yeah. Suppose he did leave when we were third and then third last season. So aye, they would be quite good, eh? Exactly. Yeah. But it doesn't really mean fuck all. You can only base yourself on current current form. Yeah. I, there's no point I even think, talking about it. He's not going anywhere. There's I lots to add, to add to the game. So um it's weird because you would look like I did, as I said I didn't see it, so it's, it's hard to comment. But the the stats would tell you actually we're as good, if not the better side. It's it's strange, um, and then you I think the one thing you've got to say that you can't account for is, is players missing sitters, which has happened multiple times in multiple games over the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, right. so the concentration was terrible. Like that, I don't know how he's missed that. Oh, it's one of it's one of the worst misses I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, it's Cochrane, which says something when Barry Mackay's one last week was abysmal. <laughs> it was yeah. actually worse than that, which is mental. Right, it's crazy, and that's not Nielsen's fault. Totally appreciate no. that, and that's that's different. When those happened in the game, um, you'd be two 0 up. But we're getting to a point where it's almost every single game. There's like an excuse as to why we've lost. But when you go, we've only won five and 21 games. We've just got to do better than that. We can't just be coming out every game with excuses. We just can't. We've just got to take accountability and just do better. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <clears throat> I think with, um, with injuries as well, like, again, it's another, it's another thing, isn't it? It's Robbie Nielsen can't help the injuries, and that's what any big Nielsen supporter is defending him with just now. Um, this poor run started before all the injuries, but I started in like March last year. This year, sorry, it, yeah. it started. It started in a split, but I, I, like, and mm-hmm. I'll give them that defence as well. I don't think you can count the split. We like we needed nothing from those games. They I don't care. I think again that a team's got a winning mentality. Or it doesn't. You can't yeah. just turn off. This is that's think... exactly my point as well. I think that's where we've went wrong. You've, you lose the winning culture. Pull split and we've never recovered from it. We're three points off third. 
with a game in hand over the third place team. I know, but these are just constant wee things that just just kind of they're, gloss they're, over they're, how bad we've been playing, and every single week we get worse. They're facts, though. That's true. Oh yeah, but so we're not. Like it's, how many games into the season are we? Ten. We've not won. We've not won a game, or even competed in a game that we've even been slightly competitive. We've only won games that we should really be winning. Yeah, uh, I would be uh, currently absolutely shocked if we finished third this season. I wouldn't be at all. I'd, I'd still fancy us to finish third. I'd fancy us to finish third comfortable. You're nuts. How? What have you seen to think we're, we're going to pick up points? I think we looked fine at the beginning of the season before these injuries kicked in. We had, we, we, we had that great game at home. Who did we start the season against? Um, Ross County at Tincastle. Ross County, where we really managed to grind a, a performance and play pretty well. And then I thought we were cruising in that Hibs game up until a lapse of concentration at the end. And then you, the injuries start to kick in and you get to a point where, yes, it slips, but when we come out of this World Cup break, if we're in touch, we've got a much better squad than the, the teams around us. All right, so just, just after Christmas, when if, from now on, Hearts are just not getting any injuries to the end of the season. We've got a full-strength squad. <laughs> like, you've got to take that into accountability. We're always going to have injuries. We have injury-prone players. Yeah. You are going to get you are you are going to get the injury the currently injured players back though who are our better players who are going to get injured again I guarantee one of the players injured right now will get injured again Craig mm. Halkett's no seeing it the season not a chance this is an issue a lot of our players do have reoccurring injuries yeah we knew this was a huge risk with Benny when we signed him and it happened and it has just been said now we thought he was going to be back. After Christmas, he's now out till when is it? It's like bloody March or something. Is that confirmed? Don't know if it's confirmed. I assume so. That's that's huge. Um, Craig Calcutt's injuries are reoccurring. Um, and even some of the players that aren't injured yet, they've got reoccurring injured pro- injury problems. Like, we're going to have to start making emergency signings at some point. I do think if we can stay fully fit, I we can compete for third. We've got easily the third best squad from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But I just don't trust that our conditioning and our fitness is where it needs to be for a season, especially one with the sort of start that we've had to have in the truncated yep. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like there's been a real lack of experience going into Europe. Our squad's worse than it was last season as well. It's hard to say because so many of them are injured, isn't it? I think we had injuries last year. I think we're worse up front, but apart from that, I think the Mm. squad's probably slightly better when it's fully fit. Even in defence? I mean... (laughs) When Rolls and Halkett play, yeah, but they're both... I think so, yeah. No, that's saying that Rolls is better than Suter. It's just not true. Suter's Suter's last, much for us last season. Played a fair bit, John Suter. What did they play? It's like this after January, like not a huge amount. Hmm. Liam Boyce is a massive miss. Was it yeah, yep. 14, 15 league goals? Was it last season as well? Um, I think you only gave me a fiver or something like that in the mm-hmm. thing. We was twelve, so it was eleven. <laughs> Yeah, and and that one was sore because it was a complete freak injury. 
It's a Aye. it's a stretch and hyperextended knee. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a huge loss to us, but I think um, the most the most protected man associated with the club is Joel Savage. Um, and people are, are starting to realise now. Well, fair play, maybe Nielsen's not to blame. We should we should have a bigger squad to deal with this. And people say, well, we we made ten signings, but I we lost told tons of players went out the door as well. And yeah, they weren't big players for us, but they were still important squad players that have left, and we, they haven't been haven't been replaced. You know, they imagine if we just paid the boy um, Joe Wright a couple of hundred pounds for him to stay at Hearts, so we had some depth at the back, then we wouldn't have this issue at centre-back now. There's got to be a free agent centre-back that we can just get in who's going to do a better job than Kingsley and Cochrane at centre-back. Yeah. There's got to be one kicking about. I mean, I have no idea because I don't fucking, I'm not a scout. But there's got to be. <clears throat> Listen, I've been saying for two years, two and a half years, we should have signed Stuart Finlay. <laughs> <laughs> He was there waiting in the wings. Apparently walked his Doug Renorium and everything. I think it was a cockapoo. Could have got him to hearts, but no. Um, and up top as well. Now, who was it? We played a game like two days before the transfer window closed. And there was a big injury at that point. I'm trying to remember exactly. But at that point, I think it was a boys. We had to sign a striker and we were all waiting for a centre back. Aye, the recruitment, there's just, we've not got the depth in the positions that we needed. And I do think Snodgrass uh, was a good signing, but we didn't really need centre mids. Yeah, exactly. So there's a number of things, it's injuries, it's generally player performances. It is also, at times, Robin Nielsen's tactics as well. It's Joe Savage. It's the Sky Lounge restaurant. (laughs) There, there's several issues that's leading us to here but unfortunately for Robbie Nielsen it's always the manager who takes the flack for this you know what I mean yeah because uh, it does seem to be a, a sort of odd atmosphere at the club and that comes from management doesn't it mm-hmm. yeah the players are missing so much compared to last season They're, they've completely lost their spark yeah um, and it's very concerning um, I mean, I, I for one really hope Robin Nielsen can turn it around. He did it after Brewer Rangers. I really hope we can turn our fortunes around, but still got some some huge games ahead here. Huge couple of weeks ahead. Um, just before we go on to it, no hammy tonight because he's lost his voice or lost in Florence. Not quite sure. Um, lost in so Florida. <laughs> <laughs> What an absolute great joke that not many people will get. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly didn't. Um, He sent me a couple of things about kickback. He says kickback is 90% Robbie out and just hating absolutely everything at the moment. Um, About the Andrew Andrew McKinley statement, he said that there's one... um, one post here. The CEO statement was essentially cheers for the money, mugs. Same again next month. It's like paying for a Michelin star meal and being given a box out of Lidl. <laughs> um another one here. Time to move on and get rid of him now. 
this guy's an absolute embarrassment to our club. We have a decent squad run by a moron. To left back. Sorry, were you just reading texts that Hammy's been sending you? <laughs> this is all just from Hammy. He's he's still in Florence, just texting me. Um, yeah, time to move on. Get rid of this. Uh, rid of him now. This guy's an absolute embarrassment to our club. We have a decent squad run by a moron. Two left backs at centre half when there is two on the bench. Goodbye, please. Um, right. And just just finally a nice wee a wee quick one. A rain-soaked sock offers more than GMS. <laughs> There's just no point in even talking about it. He's not going anywhere. Well, looking ahead, Celtic on, on Saturday <laughs> next week. <laughs> how how many goals do Hearts need to concede for Robin Nielsen to be sacked? He's not getting sacked a, after that game. Give uh, me a I number, Paddy. How many goals? I mean, we could lose by 10 and he's still not getting sacked. Oh, I think well, 10 gets him sacked. 10 gets him sacked. Like, 10, 10, gets any, 10 gets anybody sacked. I mean, how long did Jack Ross have that job for? He was sacked after about five days or something. Aye. <laughs> Aye. That was nine, was it? Sure that was nine. nine. Aye. I, think, I don't think he survives nine. I think, I think seven, no, and Robbie loses his job. Yeah, I, I think anything over like a seven goal difference is getting fucking tetchy to job so, losing level. Like, I don't think that's got anything to do with any like performance outside of it. If you get beat 9 0 in any game as a, <laughs> a top level, there's serious questions. I mean, how long did Ralph, it happen to Ralph, Ralph Hasenbuehl at Southampton twice? Yeah. And after both of those games, even though everything else around the club was great, there was there was questions. Aye. No. Um, boy, Celtic, that's uh, that's huge. I've not seen one person. In fact, I have. I saw uh, Am- Amaruso Let's It Run on Twitter posted the squad, but when we beat Celtic 4-0. What said, team? Say, say what you want about our current squad. They're twice that team. But that team, there was something special that day. There was something special going into that game. There was a spark around that squad at that time. You know, Sometimes... Regardless, I uh, I think that's thinking. nonsense. Like nobody <laughs> believed there was a spark going into that game. I did. I thought. I, I thought we were oh. going to win that game. You thought we were going to win on Thursday. No, no. Well, I did have a five-year on us to win too. No. <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying, I just think a wee sneaky shine cleanse just a wee ball with the top. <laughs> that's because I was drinking alcohol. <laughs> um, but yeah it's a fair point uh, stranger things have happened but it does f- certainly feel like we're getting teed up for a, a wee drubbing <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately oh. and the big games continue uh, it's RFS at home on the Thursday after I'm oh, actually oh. looking forward to that to be fair yeah it feels like we're well, this is another big pressure game again, Simon, because again, although it's pretty much impossible, mathematically we can, but it's pretty much impossible for us to get out of the group. But it still feels like a huge game because the expectation is we're going to beat them. Money as well. It's half a million pounds if we win. Yeah. And it's also, it's also it's not, it doesn't make any difference to what your squad selection would be because it's not like we've got the room to rotate at the moment anyway. 
No, I, that's the thing. We just well, we do. We've got two centre backs on the bench for playing. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, if you were really to throw it away, it's not like you can make mass changes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we should have absolutely no fear going to that game. We were much better than them away. I know they've had Aye. the results they've had, but that that is irrelevant. Isn't it crazy what confidence can do? Mm. Mm-hmm. Huge expectations to win that. I think you're going to really start to see a, a certain hashtag movement if three points are not picked up in that game. If that's two losses in a sorry, three losses in a row. Um, for just looking back at all our losses there, sorry. No, but it would be another, <laughs> another loss there. And then what could potentially be, and I know this is getting really dreary, Right, but if we get beat by Celtic, we don't pick up three <laughs> points against RFS. We've then got Ross County away, which we are. Where we're shite. Right, they come thick and fast, eh? Mm-hmm. There's a genuine ch- chance we get out of October without winning a game or picking up a point. Or we win yeah. the next three. And then we're back in business, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we win the next three, then uh, it's going to be Nielsen's done it again. I'll eat my hat. In fact, Paddy, I'll eat yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, aye, it's a it's a huge um, week and a bit or whatever ahead. It's good fun, eh? It's good fun. You use up for going to Istanbul? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Took me 14 hours to get back for Florence. We'll get back quicker for Istanbul, but that's a a, a good point. (laughs) I'm up for it. Um, But yeah, there's just uh, one other thing to touch on. Sorry, camera on the go. No, just while you were saying Istanbul, I think it's worth saying hats off to anybody that that travelled up to Aberdeen yesterday after, uh, like that was away as well, because that's that's a fair shift. Aye. Especially if you got another train. Aye. Aye. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I doubt the trains were actually running. You were probably on a bus. <laughs> the roads are always running. <laughs> well, that, them 90 was closed. <laughs> <laughs> so, most of the time, to be fair to the roads. Uh, I thought we were going like, unlike Alex Cochran, the roads never switch off. But there you go. <laughs> Same goes for Lewis Nielsen, based on the Aberdeen performance. Um, but yeah, just uh, before we go on to buy or sell, we should also say here, uh, thanks for coming back over to the Broken Hearts podcast channel. Uh, seriously, sorry if I keep messing you about, jumping about channels. We promise to never do it again. We just want to make very clear uh, that we do not support the views of what was said on the Rangers podcast on the Fourth Officials channel. Uh, nor do we think it's right that you should be supporting it. So we just felt it was best to completely cut ties and move away. Uh, fuck that and fuck the Glasgow Rangers. <laughs> Bye. That was that. Uh, By ourselves, Cameron. Over to you. So, um, I mean, I think we knew where these were going to go because actually it scored quite well. But last week's By ourselves was all based on the game in Italy. So, um, Hearts to lose by less than 2.5 goals. Um, we lost by four, so there you go. 
Hearts to score. Addy and Hammy, you sold that. Oh, how wrong you were. Um, Hearts to finish the game with 11 men on the pitch. We did. Um, and then all of the podcasts to return in one piece. And we did. It just took us a very, very long time. So, Wait, Where's Hammy? Do you know do you care what he is like? This is a fair point. <laughs> I fully expected to see him when I came on. So I'd, I'd say <laughs> that was fine. <laughs> um. I'm going to say it's all right for now, um, but if that changes, I'll amend the scores next week. So there you <laughs> go. Um, so where that left us was with Paddy and Hammy getting two and everybody else getting three. Um, you bought everything. Yep. And that leaves you with three. So where we are on the old totals, Jarvi bringing up the rear on 20. Yes. Up to Paddy on 21. Simon on 22. Myself and Hammy on 23, Instagram on 25, and Twitter still out in front on 26. So, on to this week. Um, four questions, all in the Celtic game. One here that we've definitely never used before because there is a big change coming in for this game. So, first one is, and I've went really positive here, and I know what you're all going to do, but um, Hearts to score over 1.5. Sell. <laughs> Oh, Bye. 100% selling that. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Hearts are yes. scoring over 1.5 against Celtic. Robbie's got us playing. Hearts are back. <laughs> <laughs> you are nuts. Hammy's buying it, obviously, in his absence. Um, <laughs> Shanklin and Humphreys both to start the game. Bye. What, do we have an option? <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I know. Bye. Well, oh, Ginelli does well good. against Celtic. He's injured at the moment, so. is he not? Oh, is he? Oh, probably. <laughs> I've lost track. Well, he never <laughs> travelled. He never travelled to Italy. Um, but anyway, that's injuries. That's another part with the injuries in this bit. Um, a penalty in the game. And this leads on to my next one. So bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot to bring this up. Uh, aye, bye. More buys across the board. <laughs> and then, of course, the question for this being the first televised game in Scottish football with the use of VAR, I believe. Bye. So, um, VAR to be used at some point in the game. Bye. 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 They'll want to get it used and show, show <laughs> off of it. So there we go. I paid for uh, it not to use it. <laughs> so there we go. Um, quite a lot of buy in there. Well done, gents. I'll bring you up to date next week. Aye. Quite looking forward to the Celtic game in a weird way. It's like what, what it's like watching a soap opera at this point. What else can what's gonna happen next? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like obviously I'll be excited. I'm fucking dreading it, but until you're on the way and you're like, actually, you get a bit excited, but I think we need to get a singing section at Tincastle ASAP now. Agreed. After seeing, after seeing that and uh, over in Florence. Aye. Both in the square and at the stadium. Never been so amazed by our our support. It was absolutely yeah, phenomenal. It was. And if we get that at Tynecastle, in our amazing close proximity stadium, if we can work something out, then Jesus, it would be outstanding. Yeah, absolutely outstanding. So hopefully that's to come next season. Um, bye.
I think. Don't think there's too much else to say. But we'll we'll be back next week. Um, hopefully, be a wee bit more more energy <laughs> about the place. Maybe a wee bit more of a voice as well. That didn't help. Add a massive Chinese just literally minutes before coming oh, on. I don't say that. I want to get a Chinese now. Is it too? Is it too much of a fat bastard to have your second dinner at ten o'clock at night and for it to be a Chinese? Oh no! On you go. But <laughs> I feel like you should have to go and drive and pick it up at least. Oh. <laughs> um, bye. Next week, so we'll be looking back at the Celtic game and ahead to RFS and Ross County away on next week's podcast. So that's pretty huge. Um, so I join us next time. Uh, follow us on social media. It's at hearts underscore podcast. Play along with buy or sell. Um, and yeah, what I was going to say, don't forget to leave a generous star rating on uh, for the fourth official. Any bother. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> Unsubscribe to their channels. Come back over to the old, old uh, home. Oh, I can't speak anymore. Just come back home and leave us stars. Bye. Until next time, come on the hearts and we'll see you again soon.